Hi, my name is Damian Adams, and I am actually the facilitator for this podcast. You haven't heard me before, but uh, you may have heard me mentioned. Uh, I don't want to bury the lead too much, because uh, this is actually kind of a special episode for me. But uh, yeah, let me just uh, jump right in. So about a year ago, a colleague of mine, Megan Caspers, made a comment to me in passing as she was entering uh, the room that we uh, actually had in passing between my linear algebra class and her pre-calculus class. And she actually made a comment just uh, really pointing out that, where are the women in my math class? As I mentioned, I was coming out of my linear algebra class, and uh, it's always been common knowledge that uh, women take up far fewer seats in a math class than any other gender but it's always astounding to actually look at the data. When I actually searched, because I was really intrigued by this, I actually found that less than a quarter of the students in my linear algebra classes happened to be women, which was kind of startling, especially since I taught the only two linear algebra classes that particular semester, uh, and I had about 75 students, and yeah, less than, less than a, quarter of the women, uh, a quarter of the students in there were women. In further inspection, it actually looks like uh, only about one out of every four students is uh, a woman in math classes at Cabrillo that are higher than differential calculus. After Math 5A here, uh, differential calculus, uh, women just kind of stopped taking math classes. And this isn't a, an isolated event here at Cabrillo. This is actually a huge issue no matter where you go uh, in the United States. Uh, so it really begs a question. Why? Why are women not taking higher math classes? And usually the answers that are given are social, but I didn't want to actually just assume that. I wanted to dig deeper, so I decided uh, let's have some conversations with some of my students. I started by asking some of the women that I worked kind of closely with uh, and also some of the math club members. Uh, and the conversations that we had uh, were really, really astounding. Not really just for me, but for the participants as well. Uh, to know that their own experiences and perceptions were not exclusive was a very, very powerful notion. Tied to the fact that most people are even unable to name a female mathematician, this became the genesis of this podcast. As you might have noticed, uh, we have two parts of this podcast. There are biographies to try to highlight and spread the visibility of women in the past, uh, and also some in the present. And uh, there's also conversations to really try to highlight the experiences of women in math now and also the mathematicians of the future. Allison, Katie, Christina, Paris, and Devin have been a part of this podcast far before day one. They were the main women that I started having these conversations with and uh, started spurring conversations within each other. We were trying to figure out uh, what could we actually do or really I was trying to figure out what is my place in all of this and I really just wanted to find something that was easily digestible and that could spread the visibility of women in math what better than podcasts once we had a recording location Allison came with me weekly to test things out she learned how everything worked here and was eager to become a pillar of this podcast that's why you hear her on so many different episodes within a couple of weeks we had our first episode recorded and then Katie and Tori joined us to record some more. The conversations had in the studio, both published and not, have continued to inspire me, and much more importantly, the participants and listeners around the world. I'm beyond, beyond proud of what this small project has become, and it really, really saddens me to announce that I'm actually going to be leaving Cabrillo College at the end of the semester. 
I will be joining uh, Portland Community College, and I'm actually going to be taking this podcast with me. It's it's heartbreaking to leave this highly accomplished community of women here at Cabrillo College, but it really has been truly a privilege to work with such intelligent, talented, promising, and compassionate women in this community. However, this podcast will continue in more ways than one. I will continue my work at Portland Community College, but this uh, is actually going to continue here at Cabrillo as well. Now it turns out, Tori really wants this podcast to continue here at Cabrillo, so she asked me if she could continue in my absence. I really could not have been more proud to hand the reins over to such a driven woman, and I really, really look forward to hearing what direction she's going to take this as well. I've got to say that I'm beyond impressed with the community that has been built around this podcast. I cannot thank these young women enough. Allison was definitely the heart of this podcast. Her enthusiasm affirmed this project and the time and energy she had devoted to recording ensured to me that this was going to be successful. The discussions I had with Katie about science and compassion confirmed to me why this project actually needed to happen. And Tori's continued passion for this podcast has solidified my want to continue this wherever I may be. I very honestly look forward to hearing where this will go with Tori at the helm. Every woman who decided to become a part of this has impacted the learning environment here. Both Amandas have helped to build wonderful environments here at the STEM Center and at the Math Learning Center. Paris also fosters a supportive environment at the Math Learning Center and will soon take her ambitions to her university studies. Devon is nearly finished with her first year at UCSC, where she is pursuing her own degree in mathematics. Jasmine and Kate each have a wonderful spirit about them that simply makes talking math and science fun, a trait that many people shy away from, but they embody proudly. Cabrillo was able to provide a support to Christine and Valeria that weren't previously there, and now they pass on that support to their own peers and other students at the Watsonville campus and wherever they may be. Lourdes' excitement about math and science is insanely infectious, and I wish she could continue to as a TA for all of my classes. These women are truly inspirational, and I am honored to have had the pleasure to work with them, and I look forward to what the future holds for them as well as the future of this podcast. Women in Math, The Limit Does Not Exist will go on a hiatus, but it will return with me up at Portland Community College after I gain some footing and with Tori down here at Cabrillo. Please keep sharing and promoting the visibility of women in math and STEM and in STEAM. The world needs this, especially in such trying times. Keep talking, keep learning, and keep dreaming. I know it sounds corny, but these are the women of mathematics. We've had biographies on women of the past, but we've also had conversations that are really important about the women of the present. And these women that we've been hearing all about, these women that have talked to us and been proud enough to provide their voice to us, they are the women of the future. They've been inspired by the women of mathematics of the past, and they've become the inspiring women of mathematics of the present and the future. I want to sincerely thank all of you for allowing me to work with you and put your voice out into the world. Thank you, Cabrillo, and thank you, listeners around the world. Please keep talking, keep inspiring, and know that for women in mathematics, the limit does not exist.